sexy cutie people. What's up? (laughs) I am in a silly goofy mood where I could literally just walk into the bathroom right now and buzz my head. Like I'm so overstimulated by my hair right now. I don't want to wash it. I don't want to do anything. I don't want it in my face. I don't want it to be seen. I just want to be free. (laughs) But I also want my long mane back and it might be easier to maintain than this cut that I have now. But I'm just like, I'm young. Shouldn't I just like shave my head once? I don't know. (laughs) I think I would definitely regret it though because I already regret cutting my hair. But I actually don't regret it because I have enjoyed it for this past year. And that goes to show you don't know what you may want in a few months tomorrow or in a few days because things change. The way that you feel changes and that is a-okay. I am feeling so re-inspired now that it's warmer outside. I hope that you guys are enjoying yourselves out there. I hope that spring is inspiring you with new scents and new visions and you're able to interact with your cities more. Um, I think that's why spring is so fun. You can just go on a walk and smell the flowers and it, ah, it just has such an electrifying sensation. A few days ago, I went on a walk and I was just feeling so inspired by every single plant and flower that I saw. It was just an ordinary walk. It was kind of getting dark. It was kind of cloudy. The flowers were still popping off and it just amazes me. Every single time I go on a walk, the flowers just amaze me because each of them have such unique designs and pigments and structures that absolutely blow my mind that nature just understands by design how to create all the colors all the different colors all the different designs the way that some are tie-dyed the way that some are just so pigmented i'm just like what they are so intelligent and it really reminds me that nothing is new no color that you picked on your computer for ai art is new It's all been created before. It all exists in the world of possibility. Anything that you create. And it gets me thinking about people's unique creations and how much of that is really new or shared. There are some serious moments where larger brands are copying smaller brands and they're profiting off of somebody else's idea without having their own experience to back it up and validate it. But then there are some who just end up having the same ideas. One person makes a song, another person makes a song, and they're kind of similar. And I don't think one person copied the other because nothing is actually new. You're not creating anything new. It all exists in the collective consciousness of ideas. We are all living the same human experience, just in different lenses and fonts, that our perspectives and the way that we interact with the world is different. And so it has a different motivation and a different perspective and experience that backs up that project or creation. So they may seem similar, but they're not. And I think that people really get butthurt about that. (laughs) Even I would get butthurt about that. I remember being so young in school and being so, so upset seeing somebody wear an outfit that I had planned in my mind, but I just didn't have the money to buy. (laughs) Or 
seeing someone execute a trend idea, fashion trend or something when I had, it always had to do with clothes for me. And I'd always get so upset, like, no, that was my idea. That was mine. Like, I own that. Like, I came up with that. And I really struggled with that as a young kid. And I just had to really soothe the part of me that wanted to be the one, the only one that was able to execute something like that. And I feel like that is a huge collective fear that we have, some more than others, (laughs) some less than others, but I think that there is a fear of not being the one, the one and only who is capable, the one and only that can be praised for said thing. And I think it comes down to a feeling of insignificance. We want to know that we are making a noticeable and meaningful contribution. That is such a natural feeling to want to know that no matter what, we are helpful so that our life is given some purpose greater than ourselves. That makes so much sense to me. And so when you step back from that feeling where you think someone copied you or someone got to that idea before you, just remember kind of where that feeling may come from for you. Think about it. Where does it come from for you? Because at the end of the day, I think it's a fear of insignificance. And I don't believe that it's sustainable to be the only one. That's not really something we can uphold on our own forever, being the only one. There's constantly simultaneous invention happening. And it makes me think about the invention of the camera and how it didn't come from one person. It came from multiple different people creating technology that happened to turn into the camera. I think it's really beautiful to think about how Through the collective consciousness, we are inspired and connected to each other that we start to create the same sort of things because we are in tune with the needs of people. That's what technology is, right? It's to be like helpful, (laughs) to create things that make life a little bit easier. I see the same thing when it comes to trends. A fashion trend is not created because one person, one celebrity wore this outfit in this way with these accessories. One person isn't able to create a trend. It's the collective of people who are tapped into that very feeling through their clothes that feeling and that inspiration that they gather from the media around them, the city around them, the environment around them that creates a trend. So it's not one celebrity because that celebrity was inspired by somebody else who was inspired by somebody else who was inspired by somebody else. They didn't invent it. They're just tapped in. They're looking around them. They're inspired by the people around them. All of us are inspired by the people around us. You create the trend just as much as the person who's getting the recognition for it. Where I think it gets tough is that a lot of people are searching for validation through being different. The individualism by default creates comparison and competition, and comparison is a thief of joy. We're just simply creating through the collective consciousness, and we have to understand that nothing is new. And it's not that it's been done before because that would imply that someone was the first to do it. It just already exists out there. Whatever it is, the different compartments, what inspires you to get to that idea, that idea already exists. It's just waiting for you to pick it and manifest it in the physical reality through your unique perspective. 
So when I started to reframe, like, nothing is new, I then thought about validation. Like, does validation have a place within that new reframe? And I think that validation needs to be sustainable. There has to be, like, a better way to go about it where... You don't only feel proud of your creations and celebrated through being the first, the one and only. Everyone wants to be recognized for their unique gifts. And so your superpower is your perspective that you put out into the world to inspire others. With the knowing how important your perspective is, validation no longer is this quick hit like a drug that you're constantly chasing that same electric feeling but it's a more sustainable knowing deeper and more heartfelt in how it impacts people um, how you impact people through your unique experience and perspective because what sets you apart from anybody else is your perspective and that's impactful I feel like there can be a very individualistic outlook on your creation and that kind of just defeats the purpose of expressing it with others because you're hoping that others will resonate and other people are what give it meaning that help build up your creation because they can relate because I feel like there's a lot of separate me 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 I did this I made that song I'm suing you because that is my chord a gift to you is a gift for the world And I know it's very easy to get defensive. Like, I started a clothing brand like two years ago now, maybe three years ago. And I sewed all the clothes. I did all the things. I bought the domain name. And I never went through with it because I don't think that's a dream of mine anymore. And I just have made clothes in my closet now that I should sell because what am I going to do with all of it? And I need space in my closet. But I never came out with it. And then this year, I got sent PR from this one brand and then I started seeing other things on Instagram pop up that were almost exactly the creations I had made three years ago and I just couldn't get mad because there's no way those people would have known and instead of being defensive I kind of thought of it as like whoa we were on the same page we're connected in some way we're connected through what inspires us and I think that's beautiful And it's just a matter of who's willing to put it out there in the world, at what time, and that your creation is still as meaningful as theirs. It's just different. The meaning has to be deeper than the physical thing itself. A bowl is a bowl, but what makes your bowl different than the other person's? A shirt is a shirt, but what makes yours different than the other person's? It's the perspective and the heart and the love that you put into it, into the design that will speak for itself and will connect with different people in this world. And I feel like the same goes for like this podcast. It may not be for everyone. Every podcast is different and my voice and my message and my stories will connect with those who it resonates with. And I think that is sustainable validation. Knowing that people connect with the heart of your project So there's no race, there's no competition that eliminates all of that. Someone copies you, so what? Your ideas, your perspective is endless. You have endless you to put into the world. And I feel like this kind of ties into one of my obsessions of this year, and that's art that lasts. Like what's significant that lasts? What's going to last is like your tangible contribution. Art that lasts, that tells the story of your individual or collective experience. And the stories that you choose to tell through that 
physical world, the analog. It's really hard to ignore this with the rise of AI and social media and the art that we create through this modern day technology. I want to talk more about that on its own separate episode, but I just wanted today to remind you not to get discouraged if you feel like you're in competition with everyone around you to get your idea out there first to create something new and different and find solace in knowing that actually nothing is new and that what you can find strength and power in is your perspective and sharing that with the world as authentically as you can to share the joy that comes through you, through art, through your creativity, and to share it. Do not be discouraged. And find comfort in knowing that validation can come through the form of people simply connecting with your art, connecting with your vision, and that is the most meaningful of all. We all have a story to tell through different mediums, whether that's fashion, fine arts, painting, singing, whatever it is, it's meaningful and we want to hear it. We want to listen. There are people that will resonate with it and to enjoy because it's all about joy at the end of the day. So with that, I love you all so very much. Big kisses. Mwah.